This Shabbos, we have the unique opportunity to recite one of the Zemiras which emanate from Parshas Noyach. The paragraph that begins Yom Shabbos on English Koyach contains the words Yoyna Matza Boymenoyach and concludes with the words Kasha Nishbata Almeinoyach. According to commentators, this bird refers to the Yoyna in this week's Parsha. So, what's the significance of this Yoyna that we mention him every Shabbos? And furthermore, when the Pasik discusses Noach entering the Teva with his family, it says, included war, every type of beast, every type of domestic animal, insects, and every type of bird. And the question is, why is the bird mentioned last? If the bird was so significant that when it came to check if the floodwaters receded, Noach called on the bird to do the task, then the bird should have been listed first. So, so a beautiful idea. A bird, when compared to the other animals in the animal kingdom, would probably find itself at the bottom of the list. A bird is small, it's not very strong, it doesn't really have sharp teeth or special defense mechanisms. But the bird has one advantage over all the other animals. Birds can fly. Birds can reach unbelievable heights where no other creature can. Chazal say, Knesset Yisrael nimshalele Klal Yisrael is compared to a bird. We are not the strongest nation or the wealthiest nation, nor do we have the largest population. In fact, we are probably the smallest nation of all. But we were given a special gift, not granted to the rest of the nations. The gift of Shabbos. Shabbos is me'ein oilam haba. On Shabbos we have this unique opportunity to connect to our Creator and experience a small sliver of oilam haba. So every Shabbos we sing Yoyna Matzah Boimanayach. So just like the bird, even if we are small in size, but we have the ability to soar to tremendous heights and to remind ourselves how blessed and how fortunate we are to have been given this unique and extraordinary opportunity, the gift of Shabbos. This terrible tragedy occurred on Shabbos. So this might be an indication from above that we need to elevate our observance of Shabbos to take on a Kabbalah to improve in the area of Shmir Shabbos. Perhaps lighting Shabbos candles five minutes before this month. Or learn one halacha about Shabbos every day. Or take on not to read any non-Jewish books on Shabbos. If you ask a person, what was the first commandment that Hashem gave to Adam Arishan in Gan Eden? They will probably answer that Adam not eat from the fruit of the Eitzadas. Says the Meshachachma, that is the wrong answer. He says, look at the previous Pasik. Mikol Eitzagon Achel Toichel. The first commandment was that Adam eat from all the other fruits in the garden. And after telling him to enjoy all the other fruits, only then did Hashem add the warning not to eat from the Eitzadas. The lesson here is that living life following the Torah's guidance isn't about confining or restricting us but rather about ensuring that we lead a spiritually enriching life within the boundaries of halacha. Unfortunately, some people view Shabbos as a day of restrictions, 39 prohibitions, a day of don't do this and don't do that, 25 hours disconnected from our smartphones. But the truth is, on Shabbos we disconnect to connect to a higher and more elevated reality. Me'ein oilam haba. I once saw a beautiful contemporary parable. 
Imagine a rookie that gets drafted to play quarterback in the NFL. He has an amazing season and the team makes it all the way to the Super Bowl. And finally, it's Super Sunday. The stadium is at capacity, not an empty seat in the house, standing room only. They announce his name and the crowd is yelling and screaming. This is what he has dreamed about since he was a little boy. If someone would ask him at that moment, why are you so excited? This whole thing seems so overbearing. You have to wear a certain uniform. You can't use your cell phone during the game. You must be totally focused on the game. You can't leave the stadium. You must listen to instructions from your manager and from your coach. You have to concentrate and work hard. This is worse than prison. But this is obviously absurd. Yes, he can't do any of those things. But this is all part of the glory of playing in a Super Bowl. Not only are those things not restrictive, they are part of the excitement of playing in the big game. Shabbos observance entails numerous restrictions. However, one who understands and appreciates the essence of Shabbos recognizes that the prohibitions of Shabbos are a vital component for our ability to gain from the greatness of Shabbos. The mission says in Avais, Hava Askanomer, be bold like a leopard, Vakalkanesher, and light like an eagle to do the will of Hashem. So, okay, Askanomer, that we understand. A leopard is indeed brazen, but light like an eagle? If the Mishnah wanted to give us an example of a bird that's very light, it should have given us any other bird or another creature that is extremely light, like a gnat or a fruit fly. An eagle is anything but light. In fact, the eagle is actually one of the heaviest birds. And perhaps the idea is, an eagle can weigh between 20 and 25 pounds, but it's the weight that provides its wings with remarkable strength, enabling it to climb to great heights. Likewise, Hashem gave us a lot of weight. He gave us a Torah with lots of mitzvahs. He gave us Shabbos, and sometimes even adversity and hardship. But just like that quarterback in the Super Bowl, it's the obligations and responsibilities that gives us the strength and the courage to grow and prosper. And we relish those challenges because that allows us to connect to a higher reality, a world of Olam Haba. That's why on Shabbos, as we soar to great heights, we specifically invoke the bird to emphasize the tremendous potential of Klal Yisrael. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.